What's up, guys, and welcome to the very first episode of this West Wing podcast. I'm Andrew, and today we'll be talking about the similarities and differences between the structure of the federal government and the structure of Georgia's government. Like I said earlier, today we'll be talking about the similarities and differences between the federal government and Georgia's government. So let's first start out by laying down some very basic information. The United States is a federation, meaning that all local governments and the federal government share the same amount of power, and for our situation, means that Georgia's government shares the same amount of power as the federal government. And obviously, this is not shared in the same places. For example, the United States government is tasked with deciding whether or not we as a country go into war, which is something Georgia should not decide. And Georgia's government gives crazy, reckless 16-year-olds, I mean, we all know who you are, a license to drive, something the federal government shouldn't handle because that would, be, that would take way too much time for them to have to give every single 16-year-old a driver's license. And while the certain powers of each government is not the same, there are plenty of similarities between Georgia's government and the federal government. So let's look at a few of those. The first similarity that we see is the fact that both the federal government and Georgia's government have the same structure. Both the governments have a legislative branch, an executive branch, and a judicial branch. Now what's inside these branches looks a little bit different. In the state, legislatures of the Georgia Georgia Assembly, there are 56 senators and 180 representatives. To be a senator in the Georgia General Assembly, you have to be 21 years old and serve and you serve a two-year term. When it comes to similarities, they're both bicameral, meaning they have two houses. Bills must go through both houses and they can override an executive veto by two-thirds vote. Now, let's move on to the executive branch. The governor and the president serve a four-year term. They both are the commander-in-chief. They review bills and can issue pardons. And according to the Ballotpedia.org, the requirements to be governor of Georgia are that you must be at least 30 years old, have been a resident in Georgia for at least six years, and you must be an American citizen for a minimum of 15 years. Comparing to the president, who has to at least be 33 years old, which is three years older, they must live in the, three, in the U.S. for 13 years, which is two more less than, than the Georgia governor. Now, let's move on to the final branch, the judicial branch. To be a judge in Georgia, you must be 25 years old. You must be a state resident for three years, and you must have practiced law for seven years compared to federal judges who do not have certain requirements they have to meet, though the Department of Justice has made its own criteria, which isn't really set in stone, so it would be a little bit difficult to cover as it does vary.
As we wrap up this very first episode of the West Wing podcast, I'd like to go over what we learned today and sum it all up. So we started talking about how the United States is a federation, and that just because we're a federation and both parts of the government share equal power, we don't have the same powers as the federal government. For example, the federal government declares war, and the Georgia government gives out driver's license and permits. We then started to get into the similarities and differences between the three branches of government. We talked about how senators in Georgia only have to serve two-year terms and they only have to be 21 years old. We also talked about how many of the same powers for the president and governor are the same. And we also talked about how the judicial branch is a little bit different because of the fact that judges and the federal level don't exactly have a set criteria to qualify as a judge. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time on the West Wing Podcast.